welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. I'm so happy to be with you this morning. I've made Toulouse homemade food this morning, and I've got a whole chicken stewing for the next couple days for him. And um, I had my <clears throat> Master Cleanse drink, which is like a lemonade. It was really good. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I have, um, like, so this morning, uh, my body was, I don't even know how to describe it. But it was like, there was like um, a feeling inside, like my core, that was a little empty, a little like, um, I don't know what the word is, strained or something. Um, I don't know. But it's like when you get really hungry. But you're really hungry and... um, Oof, let's see. Um, you just want, like, I don't know, maybe you want to eat or something. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because today I want to talk about that comfort thing and how comfort is a killer. Because um, this is what we we do in this society that we're in. It's all about comfort. And it didn't used to be. I remember when I was little, it was not about comfort. I remember when my, I was at my grandmother's, she was not interested in us being comfortable. I remember, um, you know, like my mom's experience was not about being comfortable and I'm doing my best. (laughs) And I know this is like going to make me sound like a bad parent, but I'm doing my best to make sure my daughter is not always comfortable. And the reason is, is because comfortable is a false sense of it's a false sense of um, security and it gives you this sense of um, complacency. That's it. It's not a beneficial thing. And complacency is why people will sit and watch TV for eight hours um, on the weekend or even why they will work at a, someone else's job for a limited amount of money to get by and survive, and they'll do that job 60 hours a week. That is um, a complacency and comfort kind of thing. So, um, yeah, this, okay, so I'm going to be sharing my experience today on uh, with comfort and discomfort and how I feel not being comfortable is the great motivator. It's the great, like, link to connectivity to source. It's, it's fantastic. And okay. The other thing, and I know I've never said this before, but, um, I talk with my hands and, um, even when I'm on the podcast, I talk with my hands. I probably should do video. Um, but I have tea this morning and it's hot and I can't drink it. And I'm sitting on my bed and there was nowhere to put it down. So I had to get a book just now to put my tea down so that I could talk to you freely and freely means without my hands tied. <laughs> and that's really strange. But anyway, here we go. You hear my hands? Ooh, they're getting going now. Okay. So for myself, this centers around food and uh, fasting and things like that. So, um, but I'm sure it's relative to many different areas of our lives. So for me, I really notice it with the food thing. So the busier I am, the less interested in eating I am. 
And so I will go much longer between meals and I will eat much less when I do eat because I'm not interested. I'm not interested in, well, I'm not bored. I'm not bored and filling space with food. Oh, that was a good way to say it. So uh, when I was on the island for two and a half weeks, I was very busy and I was doing a lot and I was very physical and I just was getting these huge workouts and yet I wasn't eating very much and I wasn't all that interested in eating. So I was preparing food. I had friends to eat with. So I was doing that, but it was not like it was and I wasn't eating as much. So combine that with the much more physical lifestyle and it it, crea- it it created that juxtaposition where I shifted out of the comfort habit, out of that um, complacency of uh, lack of um, movement and energy into um, like this couchy habit, right? So <laughs> I don't have words for it. Um, so I come home and... I, well, I, I did um, eat with Bella a few days, and we had some really good food, and I remember telling you about that. We had that homemade pizza um, at and homemade pita bread. Oh, my God. I love bread. That was at my friend Lisa's house, and before that, Bella and I just snacked and ate whatever people gave us pretty much at the music festival, and um, got home and ate a couple days here to use up some food that we had brought back carrots and whatever, and Bella had sandwiches and eggs. And uh, Bella is the best egg cook, by the way, and she's 11. Um, so then, uh, Ursula wanted to do the master cleanse. She's been talking about it a long time. I said I'd do it with her, and she was kind of postponing it, and I just thought maybe I would set the stage and jump into it, because I wanted to do it too, and I didn't want to delay anymore. And I also thought maybe that I could hold space for her to join me when she was ready. So I jumped in to do the master cleanse. Now, getting into the master cleanse after not having been an uh, eater out of boredom, an eater out of complacency, it was so simple. It was so simple. It was like I was, I was doing something that maintained that shift from complacency to action. Now, it's more than that, I want to tell you, because when, um, you know, like the... Uh, the the bible i dare quote i don't i'm not quoting it by the way um but i have heard there was a reference in the bible about um uh idle hands are the devil's tool or something like that and i think that that's kind of like evident when we're bored when we're bored we do things that are not beneficial for us you know uh so but when we are engaged when we are connected when we are in alignment with god's source energy then we are doing things that are highly beneficial, often serving the highest good of all. I mean, I say often, if you are aligned with God's source, you are always serving the highest good of all. You cannot do something that does not serve the highest good of all. And so I'm in this master cleanse and I'm noticing that my body feels like it did when I was on the island, when I was eating less and doing more, but I'm not doing physically that much more but here I am and I'm feeling that feeling again. Now, let me tell you, this feeling that I'm feeling, it feels like I had a workout. So earlier I was trying to describe that feeling I have in my gut from the the cleanse and it feels like I've been to the gym and had a workout on my abs. 
That's what it feels like. So it's an engagement of the core muscles and the core in general. So the core is working right now, my detox. The last thing I want to do is come off this detox and go back to eating, you know, 12, well, I don't know, let's say 1,200, 1,800 to 3,000 calories a day or foods that are not compliant with a sedentary lifestyle like breads and cheeses and dairy. So I definitely don't want to go back to any of that. Um, but what I'm, what I wanted to give you with this podcast today is this idea that for your body to feel a little uncomfortable may be beneficial. I know that when my body feels like this, where my core is a little, it's, I'm noticing it, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling the muscles of it, that that is actually helpful. It's better than feeling nothing. It's better than being numb there. It's better than being full. Like that sense of fullness is really this idea that you've overdone. Whereas what's happening with my core right now with the um, master cleanse is feeling engaged and that is very different and when I feel engaged I feel like I can move I can do like yesterday Ursula hollers to me that we forgot to put out the um, recycling or something and I didn't know what she said but I heard the truck man and I ran out and they were still doing our neighbors and there was plenty to do so I was like ah I sprinted out I grabbed the the trash can from the side of the house. I pulled it out to run. I had to get two. So I pulled it out to him and then I left him with it and told him I had to get one more. And I sprinted back and I could see how my body moved. It was like, like I was an athlete. Like the sprint was so effortless and I was barefoot in the rain and there were puddles and it, it just felt amazing. And that wouldn't have happened from a sedentary uh, like, um, modality. Like if my body was in a sedentary place, it would not have been like that. I would have felt like 10 pounds of bricks on each foot, you know, and I couldn't move. And so I am so excited to basically be in this place of alignment with my body. And I, I really wanted to share this today because I feel as though if you reach down, you'll know of a place and it may not have to do with diet for you. Maybe the diet is, is the other thing. Maybe it has to do with some other habits, you know, maybe it has to do with alcohol or maybe it has to do with smoking or maybe, you know, uh, it's the habits that we do to feel complacent. Ultimately they make us feel complacent. In the meantime, we justify that it's comfortable. It's comfortable, you know, so maybe it's hanging out with people that you don't, you don't want to hang out with, but it's comfortable. So why not do it? Mm. My tea's just right now. Oh my goodness. So this is, um, a big deal to me because when my body is in this place that it's in right now, I feel alive, capable. Um, I feel like nothing can stop me. I feel like I can run up and down the stairs as many times as I need to for whatever, rather than looking at it like, oh my God, a third time I forgot something upstairs. I can't do it. It's not like that. And then it also just gives me so much, I don't even want to say gumption, you know, like it's just, I can do anything. You know, I'm planning a trip next week to go to Rhode Island to visit friends and turning around, coming here to teach for one day and then turning around and driving to Maryland. And I'm excited about the whole trip. I'm excited about it. So it is, yes, I'm really excited. It is so super fun. And um, I just have to breathe in that. (laughs) Just have to breathe in that because I... 
there, I planned this month. I've got two festivals this weekend, and I feel like I'm in the perfect place to do them. It doesn't mean I don't get tired at the end of the day. I'm tired at the end of the day. My body is working hard with this cleanse, this detox, and um, and so any activity is extra. But I love that. I love it because that is my workout. I don't have to go to the gym. You know, so my body's doing an internal internal cleanse, boosting my immune system, reducing inflammation, getting out toxins, and then here I am being physical, and my muscles are just happy, so happy. All my muscles, I've been feeling like this happiness through my body. And like I said, if I could just go into a sprint, that's turning off the thinking mind and going into the unconscious where it knows exactly how to move the body. But it's moving the body without the extra weight since the last month I have changed my um, my habits. And my habits changed because I got more engaged physically. So that was cool. And maybe that's why a lot of people go to the gym to engage more physical when our lifestyles don't demand it anymore. So there, there is that like some, you know, people go take classes and they do things. And I think that's great. I do not like driving to go somewhere to do something that should be a natural part of my daily activity. That does not compute in my head at all. And to be in a structured setting and to do isolated muscle groups, it just doesn't work for me. What works for me is this idea of holistic and and full body and core and engagement and grounding. These are the things that work for me. So when I teach art, I teach art from a whole body perspective. And it sounds really corny, but I was giving lessons just yesterday about, I actually had to tell two or three people, get off your chair. You've got to stand to do this. You've got to stand to do this thing. You can't just slouch over your artwork. You've got to be engaged. You've got to be able to move. You've got to have full use of your core so that you can reach and do the things you have to do. And so there was like three people I had to get off of their chairs yesterday, but it was like a life lesson. We have to know when to engage our whole being in something and when we can get away with just sitting. And I got to tell you, I would, when I see a man sitting on a lawn to weed, I, I, nothing makes me like cringe more, nothing. Um, I could see kneeling. Kneeling is an action position. I could see squatting. That's an action position. I can't get sitting. Sitting is such a, it's such a, I'm not going anywhere position <laughs> that I can't get it. So um, me, I all, I just want to be ready to move. I love movement and it could be because I love expansion and expansion is movement. So are you in a, are you in a complacent state of being or are you ready to move? So, and if you're ready to move, then be sure that your GPS system is ready to go. <laughs> As we've been talking about the last few, uh, last week or so, um, GPS is really spectacular and loving yourself. So I am, I feel like the two and a half weeks I spent on the island and the juicing before that and the way I was eating before that has all prepared me for this master cleanse because um, I'm not actually having to break a carb addiction or a sugar addiction because that was out of my system before I started. So that is important. So don't like um, leap into something. Well, you can leap actually, yeah. Follow your inspired action. Whatever your inspired action says to do, do. If it, if it speaks to you to do a fast or a cleanse, then give it a try. But start slow, be kind and gentle with yourself and love yourself unconditionally. If your um, inspired action tells you to get more physical, 
get more physical, have more activities. Like if you're like me and the more you're doing, the less you're thinking about food, then maybe do more and do more from a place that is in alignment with you. Uh, so I was finding it hard to motivate when my body was out of shape and I had extra weight and I just felt very heavy and now I don't because the core the core I can't say enough about the core engage core go go gadget engage core I always say that when my lower back is tweaky and I have to stand up from a chair because when we um, compensate by using our hands to pull us up we only make things worse and so I always just get myself in a position and say engage core you know and I always think go go gadget you know so engage core, and then when I do that, I have no pain. I stand up fine. When I'm using stairs, if I have a little sciatic thing going on, and I say engage core, no problem. Every step, no problem. It's when I am pushing or leaning outside of myself that there is that break. Now, that sciatic pain I'm feeling is a break in the electrical field of my body and there's a stuck energy right there where that pain is. That's where the energy is blocked. So that's where it has to be opened and released. When I say engage core, I'm putting myself into a perfect alignment for the movement I'm doing. When I'm not saying engage core and I'm reacting or resisting the pain, then I'm compensating and the compensation uh, causes the break to be augmented. You know, that, that break, that blockage to be augmented, it accentuates it. So we are now in a society that gives us layer upon layer upon layer, and I know many of them, ways to release those blockages that are in our bodies that are causing us pain so that we can get through it. Now, those blockages are often emotional. Go figure. I know this is going over a little bit. So these emotional blockages can be released physically, and I do it through advanced biomechanical correction, which I love, um, but they can also be done emotionally through things like EFT, um, holodyne work. God, there's so many, there's so many. I mean, there's just so many. So there's, there's energetic ways to release it too. And also just um, intuitive um, healing work. Reiki, Reiki is a good one. Lots of different ways. So, uh, this has been fun, and I'm really happy that we got to talk about this. This was like so surreal to me. I didn't know what I was speaking about, and there it was. So very cool. And let's see what are we are going to say goodbye now. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. I love you. I'm sending you a big hug. Bye now. Mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or... 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.